Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 48 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. My name is Courtney and this week I uh, I have a dilemma that I need your opinion with. <laughs> your help on. <laughs> I'm so excited. And my name is Lydia. And this week, after being in the second year of my program at school, I have finally met someone from the program. <laughs> and that's on COVID, everyone. Yeah. That's on yeah, the pandemic. <laughs> literally. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was a good time. It was pretty random. I like went down to my old elementary school with my friend because I still live in my hometown. And we went down there in, at like one in the morning and there was these two other girls there and they were just like talking and vibing and me and my friend were just talking and vibing. And then the next thing you know, we end up talking and vibing together. And oh. she has like a hat on that has like the logo of our program. Like the acronym is CRI. So it's like, it's, it's cry, right? <laughs> and her oh, no. hat said cry baby. And I was like, that's such a cute hat. Like, why is cry spelled like that? Because I know why cry is spelled like that. And she was like, oh, it's because of my program that I graduated from. So she actually graduated from Aww. the program. And it's the closest I've ever gotten to meeting someone from my program. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it was super nice because she's working in the creative industries. Oh, no and she's like doing all the stuff that she needs to be doing. She's like a production manager of like this kids TV show. And wow. she's like going through scripts and like, oh, yeah, it's what so a success cool. story. I love right? it. Right. And I was like, cool. If you graduated like not even that long ago and you're doing pretty well, that's very motivating. So. It's nice. That's cool. <laughs> That's my Did you story. tell her you had yeah. a podcast? No. Okay. I was going to say hi to her, but we'll I guess see. she's not here. <laughs> I guess she's not here. I'll tell her, I'll tell her tonight. I have okay. her on Snapchat. We've been talking. Oh. She's like, you want to be friends? I was like, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hello to Lydia's new friend then. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> oh, tell us about All your right. dilemma. Yes. All right. So I have a dilemma, you guys. I, um, I have like this... Uh, I, I call it... I, it's kind of a life hack. Not really a life hack. I upgrade my phone... <laughs> on Black Friday every two years because that's when the upgrade runs out. If you do it once on Black Friday, you're set for life because then every two years it's on Black Friday and you get all the good deals on getting a new phone. Um, so I decided, kind of a life hack. <laughs> yeah, so I decided, you know, that time of the year is coming up and I decided this year, maybe let's try to do it online because Fido kept sending me emails being like, upgrade your phone now, like Black Friday deals, exclusive deals just for you. And they were good deals. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do it online and I ordered the iPhone 12 mini. And now, when I saw the word mini, in my head, I thought it just meant regular size because Apple <laughs> makes the big phones Giant. now. Like, their phones Giant are, like, phones. Max, you know? So yeah. I was like, oh, it's the phone that's not the Max. Mm -hmm. So it's the mini. So it's regular size. And I got the phone yesterday, and <laughs> it's not at all regular size. It is very small. <laughs> very small. <laughs> um, it's, like, throwback to, like, SE size. Yeah. Like, SE. yeah, the Mad SE. throwback. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that phone. My brother just, actually still has an SE. There you go. Oh and it God. just, it feels like Very a toy. Yeah. It feels like a toy. It doesn't feel like a real phone. Um, and I really don't know what to do about it because here's my dilemma. It is so easy to use. It is so nice to like be able to do everything with one hand. Mm -hmm. No finger gymnastics. Like I can touch everything. Fits nicely in my hand. Like I think it's going to fix the Carpool permanent tunnel. indent on my pinky that I oh, have from holding up heavy from phones. holding it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's so light. Has that. Right? I know. It's like... <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> yeah. It's huge. <laughs> I have a giant bump on my finger. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, so I think it's gonna fix that because it's so light, so small, and like I really don't hate it. But the only thing I hate about it is that I feel like it looks ridiculous. <laughs> like I'm I'm self conscious <laughs> of having such a small it. phone. Right. Um. So I just yeah I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. I mean, I've probably made my decision by the time you hear this because I have a return shipping label. I just like can't decide whether to use it or not and actually return my phone because nothing totally. else out there is like very exciting. And then I would have to pay like more to get for literally any other phone. phone. Like this is their deal phone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. does a big phone like do I need it? Like, why do I need a big phone? Everything right. on this phone is You've easy been, to like, use. S- it's just they got into your head. They're like better <sighs> phones are nice. bigger. Better phones are Feels bigger. Feels good in my hand. In- <laughs> I can hold years. it. Yeah, yeah, totally. but it looks and still it has all the same capabilities. Yeah, as it has the a iPhone great 12. camera. Yeah, I mean battery life, eh, because it's like a small phone. But whatever, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. pretty much spend my life at home, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know, it's just so I don't small. know, guys. <laughs> Let me know if you would return your phone, a phone that you liked because it looks stupid. If you liked it, but like <laughs> thought other people would think it was stupid, would you, you return you. it? You should just get like a giant case. <laughs> That's like what I was thinking. I was thinking, I was like, maybe I'll get a case to make it look bigger. Yeah, make it like feel a really bigger. Big phone case. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> An otter box to protect it so you could have it forever. Oh and man. Forever. You should see it in your in Courtney's hand too. Like it's so small. It's very it's small. Cute. It is cute though. I do literally. I do like it. Look I how- was thinking about getting it too. Oh, it fits oh so well God. on my face. Like just yeah, you could like take a Perfect phone size, call guys. without having yeah. to freaking like <laughs> <laughs> without a arm exercise. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's conflicting. It's a little conflicting, conflicting. I understand. And also, it's just like also cheaper than the other phones, which I feel yeah. like is also nice and maybe a big reason why you should keep it because like it's not as expensive as the other ones and it seems to have a lot of really awesome features yeah like literally being an awesome phone except tiny and you said that the tech people really liked it too yeah a lot of tech people are like obsessed with this phone because they say it is the last human-sized phone apple will make (laughs) And, like, I get it. It does feel like a human-sized phone. I can hold it. Oh, my God. We were also talking about, because, like, uh, um, the episode just came out where we were talking shit about Apple. Oh, yeah. And we were were talking talking... about how phones, how we used to be innovation to make them small. Yeah, we were talking about how, how, like, it's so crazy that the phone is so small. But now innovation is, like, having a giant phone. And now that we have a small phone, we're like, this is stupid. (laughs) I know. I was thinking about that when I got it. I was like, am I being a hypocrite? (laughs) Definitely. I hate it. right but we're like a small phone equals not innovated and it's also crazy that like in order for people in like the tech industry to be excited about something from apple because as you're saying apple is literally stale in order for them to be excited about something they had to go so far backwards to Mm. the 2000s yeah to when phones were tiny they are reverting in every way possible in phone size (laughs) yeah buttons on the touchpad no touchpad i meant but yeah. yeah Just pretty uh, crazy. Pretty crazy uh, stream of events going on here at the at the studio. Yeah, <laughs> life's life's crazy right now. <laughs> life's crazy. I got <laughs> so. a tiny phone and I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right, love that. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, I'll put I'll put it in the poll. <laughs> yeah, please do, please do. I can I can provide a picture of the size of my phone if you want for okay. the poll. Okay, <laughs> Would you return this phone? <laughs> Would you return this thing? <laughs> oh my god, so funny! Looking forward to your <clears throat> feedback, guys. I can't wait. You're gonna hear this though, pretty late. 
I'll just you're gonna hear this after you hear the poll probably right oh oh no 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 no. okay guys i'm getting confused time is the poll no you were never mind completely disregard this next week okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm back on track okay don't worry about it (laughs) okay hey what's up you guys that was the part of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week that poll and as you may or may not remember last week we talked about wikipedia and avril lavigne being dead straight up (laughs) (laughs) gone and replaced so the first question that we had on the poll for you guys was have you ever donated to wikipedia and 100 percent of you said no which is embarrassing because Aww. I have donated to Wikipedia, so I feel like I'm a little bit out of the loop on this one. Yeah, yeah, but you're doing it for the rest of us, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. I pay so you don't have to. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Doing God's work. <laughs> um, the second question was, do you think Avril Lavigne died and was replaced with her lookalike, Melissa? only 25% of you said yes. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. I guess. I mean, I feel like it was very convincing for a hot second. You know, mm. they did a good job. The Brazilian block did a very good job <laughs> of coming up with evidence. Like the freckles, mm-hmm. the music, it was all very well put together. But we see through you. <laughs> <laughs> the next question we had was, would you rather pay for Wikipedia or see ads on it? And 89% of you, you said you would rather see ads on Wikipedia than Hell yeah, ever brother. have Hell to pay yeah. a cent for no, it. thank you. I already see ads everywhere else. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Somebody else can pay for it, you know? Oh, my God. Not me. The Whether advertisers. it's you <laughs> as Lydia I'm putting my or own ads, <laughs> I don't care as long as I'm not paying for it. Um, and the last question we had was, would you ask a celebrity if they're dead? And 33% of you said yes, 67 said no, um, which I feel like is fair enough because it's, <laughs> it's kind of rude. 33% of you are kind of rude. And yeah. Confusing. 33% of you are a little rude. And yeah, I mean, why would you even do that, you guys? That's so awkward and embarrassing. That's really bringing the conspiracy to light. We don't, we don't do that. We don't bring celebrities into our beef. So if you want to participate... <laughs> in these super fun polls every tuesday wednesday or thursday um please check out our instagram at very.unimportant.people and yeah you can let us know what you think about our weekly topics and weekly opinions there so let's get back to the podcast thanks guys bye all right okay guys are you ready for opinions Um, let's get into some stuff so some stuff this week, um, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit. Um, so I feel like now that we're nearing on to a year, maybe it's time that I could tell you like what my job is um, because <laughs> I've had a, <laughs> I've had a couple of friends. I've been working at this position for about four oh, months now, five months boy. now. And I've had a couple of friends who are aware of the podcast tell me that it is an interesting position. I find it interesting. That's why I stay at this job. It is quite (laughs) stressful sometimes, but I do think that it is Mm -hmm. extremely interesting. It's very unique. Learning a lot. Very unique, right? So basically what my position is, is I'm a account manager for people's dating apps and sites. So I'll interview them for an hour and a half i'll get to know them i'll ask them a bunch of questions and then i'll send all that information to profile writers and then they will come up with a bunch of different profiles for all of the dating sites and apps and i also have a 
full team of people of like four people one of them does all the swiping one of them is a ghostwriter and they do all of the messaging so these people basically what they're signing up for with the service is just a team of like four or five people to just do everything on the dating apps and then i just send them phone numbers and like dates and locations that they need to go to so it's like outsourcing your dating life basically Mm. um yeah super fun and fresh so (laughs) that's that's a big growth for you openly talking about it i know i know i can't believe it i'm so proud of you (laughs) thank you thank you thank you yes yes this is going to age fantastically i mean i don't know where the future is gonna take me i was having a little bit of a life crisis i was like oh what if i end up working here forever but then i was like the people who have been working there for like five years are so happy like they love their jobs There you go. You know, that's always like, a good what is this superiority complex that I have that I think that this isn't a viable career option. Like these people are happy, you know. So anyways, um, we don't need to get into the existential crisis just yet. <laughs> um, pretty much recently, what we have been discovering on the team is that... Um, which I don't think that this is like new information, but I also don't know if it's not new information, right? So maybe we know this for Tinder specifically. I'm just going to be talking about really Tinder today. Um, We've been getting into like algorithms and we've been learning Mm -hmm. how to do swiping like more thoughtfully and how to make it seem like it's not just like uh, a person going on and just like looking at the first photo and then making a judgment quickly and just doing right, left, right, left, right? Because they're called the scouts on the team. They have a lot of clients like my scout has 20 people she has to swipe on tinder for every fucking day and i can 100 percent imagine how horrible that is i'm so glad that's not my position i would hate oh my to god <laughs> i know i know exhausting so, because Holy moly. I, absolutely absolutely so i can completely understand how you get so drained and so exhausted from doing this Every day, six days a week for like five, six hours of your life, you're just swiping on Tinder, <laughs> on Bumble, oh on Hinge, God. on Match, on OkCupid, on Millionaire Match, on like everything you could possibly imagine, going through profiles, like um, going back to the client preferences, blah, blah, blah. So I can totally understand how like you can just kind of fall into a rhythm and start to swipe quickly. You see one photo and you're like left, left, and then you see a couple good ones and you're like right, 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 blah, 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 whatever. So um, we have recently discovered that that is actually a horrible way to do things. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about the uh, the Tinder algorithm and just about like how, if you're on Tinder, uh, how you can make your experience better. Pretty much mm. the premise is swipe like a hot girl. <laughs> swipe like a hot girl. <laughs> Look through okay. every single picture, read the profile, and then decide mm. whether it's a swipe right or a swipe left. And for every five people you swipe, left on you should be swiping on like one person so quality i mean quantity if you're swiping right on every single person the algorithm will punish you because (laughs) it'll be like damn you are not a real person like you are not thinking about standards are on the ground yeah exactly (laughs) like you're desperate and people don't want (laughs) even the dating apps that is a hookup like how dare you like everyone ew yeah literally they're just like because they want people who are actually going to meet up with people and we'll get into Mm -hmm. that more a little bit later because they are tracking you they're (gasps) tracking your entire conversation and they give you a score based on how many numbers or like how many conversations you turn into phone numbers and based on like how long the conversations go for and if there's any like words that are like can you see your own score meet up blah 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 no (laughs) your score is on lock 
down, it. baby. That shit's on lockdown. And this is all speculation, too, because Tinder won't tell us what the fuck is going on <laughs> with the algorithm, obviously. I'm trying to keep it on lockdown. Um, um, yeah, so first, um, I wanted to get into this article that I read, which was talking about this study, which okay. was done in 2012. And it was pre-Tinder days. And these researchers, this group of researchers led by this guy named Eli J. Finkel, was mm-hmm. looking into dating apps of the time, pre-Tinder, like I was saying. So it was mostly like uh, OkCupid and Match. And he was trying to find out if they actually worked, right? And this may feel like a little bit of a repeater of the pro uh, dating app section <laughs> of like, I, I don't even remember when we did this, but whatever. You guys probably haven't heard that episode. So welcome yeah. to yeah, the I pro dating I don't remember it either, app. honestly. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the pro dating episode. <laughs> so in that study... Um, they learned firstly, one of the most positives of dating apps is that yes, confirmed, you do meet more people on dating apps than you ever would in your daily life. Mm -hmm. It gives you more access to these people and your chances of starting a conversation with them are like increased exponentially to be able to talk to them, which seems obvious, but now it is legit because it was in a study. Um, they also learned that dating apps do a much better job of matching people than the randomness of the universe ever could. And take that back then, right? Better at your job. (laughs) Get better at your freaking job. (laughs) But back then, the algorithms weren't really that strong. So, um, in 2015, when Tinder became a thing, their algorithm was based around the user's individual ELO score. And I think they pronounce it ELO. So I'll just say ELO instead of ELO. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's an acronym. I think it's just a word. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> okay. So pretty much what this score was. And in 2019, Tinder completely like denied that they did this um, mm-hmm. because people were catching on and they were like oh the elo score the elo score and tinder was like we don't do that anymore it's totally different now that's not us we aren't that <laughs> those guys but basically what it was and why tinder was so like we aren't those people it's an internal hotness rating where hot people would get matched with other hot people based on ai that looked at your photos and decided whether you were hot or not <laughs> And, like, Tinder was like, we don't do that. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Isn't that so savage? I know. I know. Okay. And, like, dude. And so <laughs> the more interesting part here is that although um, people were blaming Tinder for it, Tinder actually, like, the CEOs and the algorithm makers, like, came out with this thing. And they were talking about what was really going on, which was that new users would like grow in ranking based on a bunch of factors attractiveness not even being one of them okay. but it was more of a point system so oh. if your profile gets swiped right on by someone who gets a lot of right swipes which is a positive that means that you mm. like them then your score goes up and every time so you swipe right hot on someone yes likes you you must also be hot exactly (laughs) so you get better score (laughs) exactly so it's not the algorithm making the hotness rating it's just inputting the numbers Uh. we're the ones (laughs) being superficial judging people based on their photos like we're the ones creating this hotness rating it's not tinder's fault they created the algorithm which is perpetuating this for sure for sure they are not innocent but 
we're doing that to ourselves. It's like picking the prom king and queen, basically. Like, it's a yeah. popularity contest at that point. It's like, whoever gets the most right swipes, they get to be together. And then the second most yeah. right swipes, they get to be together. Oh, my God. Just Tinder, there's wait. more to relationships than oh. attractiveness. There has to be compatibility to Tinder. Totally, totally. But I think as the algorithm got more sophisticated, they would start like to realize who was taking the time to look at the profiles and stuff mm. like that. Because if you were just doing manic right swiping, like they would notice that and they yeah. would immediately think that you're either a bot or you just don't like care to actually meet any of these people and you're just going to stack up matches and like there's been studies done by the ceo of hinge who was saying that like once you match with nine people you should just stop and you should try to talk to those nine people because that's the most amount of options that your brain can handle at any specific time <laughs> nine yeah that's a lot that's a lot of options i know i, like I can only handle like five like, <laughs> mine would be like maybe two maybe three my brain yeah. is not <laughs> not able to handle that much yeah that's a good point well you have to like also yeah i think it depends on how you're swiping like i feel like you Mm -hmm. were probably swiping very mindfully like you had a purpose you knew what you were doing and you knew exactly what you were looking for i didn't have that much although you ended up getting the exact opposite yeah (laughs) it wasn't much mindful swiping but (laughs) it's fine it's fine fine. anyway (laughs) moving on (laughs) so basically if you get a match and you both match with each other both of your scores go up. If you chat, your scores also go up. And every time you swipe left on someone who swipes, or sorry, every time you say yes to someone who says no to you, your score goes down. What? Yeah. My score goes so, down, not their score. I said yes to them and they said no to me. Their score yeah. should go down. No. That's rude. That's not how it works. It that's is a rude. little rude. So that's why, like, there's also what if you this just argument say no to going on within the company i don't know what would happen if you your, said score that. <laughs> your score just goes up that's so funny and you just tank hot people's scores <laughs> you're like fuck you fuck you we fuck should you, do that <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> uh, and we're like having a little bit of a debate in the company now because of that because it's like we want obviously to start conversations for these people mm. but then it's like you have to look at like and the whole thing with the company is that they boast like quality matches. They're like, we're going to find you the most quality people because I guess a lot of men, it's mostly men who are joining this service, obviously. <laughs> so um, a lot of the times, like, I don't know, maybe they're just like not too bright, but apparently they get scammed a lot. So no, people <laughs> will send their WhatsApp numbers. People will send like their Snapchats immediately. It's- and like these guys are swiping right on these girls who only have their Snapchat in their bios their OnlyFans in their bios or their Instagrams in their bios. And they're like, why am I not getting quality matches? I'm like, these girls are fishing for Instagram followers. Like they're trying to get famous. <laughs> they don't want to talk to you. I feel like <laughs> it's because men have never had to like be in the situation of being careful about romantic interest you know like women always have to be like is this person gonna kill me you know yeah (laughs) but like men there's no date like not no danger but there's like seriously a lot less physical danger for men in the Mm -hmm. dating game so i feel like they probably go into it a little bit more naively they're like what's the worst that could happen and like not not that many bad things could happen well (laughs) the worst that could happen is that your score goes down and then you get shadow banned and tinder is like how are you gonna find hot girls Without Tinder. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You got to pay for premium. That's a conspiracy theory Whoa. that people are like, Tinder is making the free version of the app absolute garbage so that you have to pay for premium. 
I have not found that. <laughs> I think you're just <laughs> swiping wrong, bro. So you have to be like mindful with it and you have to like really want to meet the people. And like, obviously you can still do it for like hookups and stuff, but you still, they track your conversations to see how quickly you get off of Tinder and how quickly you can move that conversation to. Is the goal um, to do it quickly? Actually, I don't think the goal is to do it quickly. They do track speed, but also mm-hmm. like the goal is the number of conversations that you have uh, versus yeah. the number of ones that get transferred to another app or mm-hmm. to a phone number or mm-hmm. to like a date or something like that. So yeah, you're right. It's not like speed really. It's just more about if it's <laughs> matching there's, up. There's some people on there that send one message. Quick as fu- Yeah, it's too quick for me personally. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I'm not following, I'm not adding you on Snapchat, you freaking, like, <laughs> all I have is a bio and three photos. Like, what? <laughs> um, so these actually have rankings, although you can get, um, like, any movement off of Tinder is good movement, but phone numbers get a high score. Instagram mm-hmm. is second place and Snapchat is in third. And then they boost the third profiles enough. who want to meet people in real life. So, is it a superficial system? <laughs> yeah. But we are to blame. Yeah. <laughs> we are 100% to blame. The algorithm is just putting in the numbers. It doesn't know who's hot and who's not. Mm-hmm. We know who's hot and who's <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, high-scoring people tend to be shown to other high-scoring people. Lower-scoring people tend to be shown to other lower-scoring people. Occasionally getting a high-ranking profile, but the chances of them seeing you are like pretty low and the chances of them swiping you are pretty low so if you swipe right on them and they swipe left on you you get punished for that like your score goes down you're ugly bitch (laughs) know your place (laughs) go die go let a car run over you why did you think so it's like you could see yeah that's the thing it's like if you see a hot person on tinder think and you're like you have to really think about if they swipe right on you it's such a mind game because it's like you don't want your score to go down to stop seeing hot people and if this person is so hot and you are a self-aware king (laughs) maybe swipe left i don't know are they in my league Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Because you want to keep seeing hot people, right? But yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how you can like kind of judge what Tinder person. thinks about you based on like the p- the profiles that you see and stuff like oh, that. That's like they'll scary. show you. I know they'll show I'm you so profiles I'm not that you're interested in. Oh, this. I would have been so self conscious. Oh, I would have been yeah. like Tinder, Tinder. Is this what you think? This is of what me? you think? <laughs> <laughs> but if you swipe left on those guys, your score goes up. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> strategy um yeah i highly recommend practicing mindful and thoughtful swiping <laughs> looking through the profiles um you know mindful swiping make sure to practice mindfulness Look inside yourself on <laughs> oh, God. you don't want to be wasting your score no every swipe in- is a chance to grow <laughs> in elo score <laughs> Oh boy. And right and left. What is the world we live in? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Trying to yeah, outsmart a computer. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. It's a difficult. It's I don't really This is 
this is most likely true, but like this is just stuff that we've observed. You know, it's not even mm. like this is 100% it. This is just like I believe we're it. pretty sure plus Vox is pretty sure, which is my source for most of this stuff. It's yeah. like pretty sure this is what's going on. <laughs> I mean, after like seeing how powerful like TikTok algorithms are, we were just talking mm. about this, how like you watch one video that's kind of outside of what you would normally watch and like all of a sudden they think you're a different person. I believe it. I believe that TikTok yeah. does, not TikTok, that Tinder, Tinder does a similar thing. And they, like, track yeah. people and match people. Because, yeah, the app wants to be successful. And Yeah, exactly. And to be successful is to get people off the app. So mm-hmm. it's totally fine. And, like, Hinge is smart for capitalizing on that because, like, you know Tinder, interesting, you know, though? Paver. Road paver, whatever it's called. Trailblazer. Because they're, like, the app designed to be deleted. Tinder is also technically designed to be deleted, right? Cause, but it's it's a weird business model. Yeah. That the goal of the app is to get people off the app. Right. Knowing capitalism, I have some doubts about that, about whether that is truly the goal of the app. And if the algorithms are actually trying to do that, I feel like they would, like, maybe not try to do that because... Yeah, that's a good point. That's a whole other school of thought, I guess you Mm -hmm. could call it, of tinder's hookup culture and if it's perpetuating people staying single because in the back of your mind you know that there's all these other options out there there's all these like beautiful Mm -hmm. attractive single people on tinder so why would you like settle for someone who i don't know like (laughs) if there's so much more other people out there so people are like kind of getting into the psychological problems that mm-hmm. is happening with Tinder where people think that there's just like mountains of women waiting to match with them. But in reality, like you don't know if those people want you back, first of all. Mm-mm. Like you probably will never get swiped right on <laughs> by the people who you think are in your league. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's a little bit of a mind game mm-hmm. because they, I don't know if they want you to come back or not, you know? But people keep getting Tinder. Like, it's one of the most popular and it's growing and growing and growing. So, like, are they perpetuating people being single? Mm. Or is the amount of people out there and the amount of conversations that you're able to have and, like, hope for maybe meeting someone new actually harming your current relationship with someone you met on Tinder or something like that? We don't know. I guess we'll see in, like, 10 or 15 years. Because there's a lot of people out there who mm-hmm. are, like, getting married and who, like, they met on Tinder. Like, they're having kids with someone that they met on Tinder. Like, it's completely normalized now. Yeah. But I don't know about the younger people. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going to happen to little Gen Z. <laughs> They'll be okay. Are they on Tinder? Are they? Yeah. Gen Z is old enough to be on Tinder, right? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Yeah, they are. It's 20. Yeah. Okay. It's 2021. It's 19, I think. Yeah. yeah okay. No, that so makes sad. sense. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't know. Interesting, right? I feel like someone should do, like, a master's thesis on this or something. That's don't very do interesting. <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't listen to <laughs> Don't do a master's thesis. Do it so that I could read it and Somebody talk about it Somebody who already has their PhD should do a study on this. There you go. <laughs> don't get a master's Any PhD or something. Yes. <laughs> okay, don't get a master's. <laughs> don't take my advice take Courtney's <laughs> she knows what she's talking about here <laughs> so let's bring back Finkel um the researcher from before who was like oh okay. who was like oh uh dating apps are so great randomness of the universe is garbage dating apps are better so let's bring this guy back right so he posted mm-hmm. an opinion in 2015 about algorithms um because before he was talking about how like sites um uh, 
are more successful and like now that superficiality has entered the dating zone maybe his opinion <laughs> has it's always changed been in the it's zone, always but... <laughs> been in there but like the structure wasn't based <clears throat> around it that's true like with match and okcupid you browse profiles and like it doesn't show you people in any particular order it doesn't mm. like do any of the choice for you i feel like right? that'd be nice i kind of like that just being able to browse like a bunch yeah, of just see people things yeah yeah i think it can be a little overwhelming though and that's probably why tinder like got so successful match is still successful but i feel like the person maybe the person that you're gonna get along really well with isn't who the algorithm who the algorithm thinks you will you know yeah maybe you don't want the guy that gets swiped right on a lot (laughs) yeah that's true Mm, so cute (laughs) i love that and he actually does kind of like i think eventually maybe comment on that um i don't completely remember let me uh keep going and we'll see (laughs) um so he actually was like oh it's actually a good thing that superficiality has entered the dating scene um because he actually thinks that it's one of the best aspects of tinder and it makes meeting people way faster than match where hot people get bombarded with likes and messages that they will never be able to get on top of and um he related tinder to okay hot like a, people calm nah. down <laughs> that's a blanket term <laughs> hot people <laughs> calm down people um he related tinder to like a meet cute situation which i love because that was also kind of my, kind of my argument like 15 episodes ago <laughs> <laughs> um where it's like the same concept as meeting someone who you find cute at like a bar or school or whatever except it's online and you know a little bit about them now and a little bit about mm. their interests and later in the study um he says this thing about how like about relationships and about how you can't actually predict how well two people will get along before they're even aware of each other's existence and mm. he says that the only way to really know if something is going to work out is the way that the two individuals respond to unpredictable and uncontrollable events that are not yet happened. Randomness what? of the universe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was you like, I don't know. It was kind of cute. It's, it's okay. It was just like, you can't know for sure if like two hot people are going to get along. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with that. I agree. That's right. kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Right? Like Just because like two people are attractive. Or two people are the equal level or in each other's league. Whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they're going to get along. Like, there's a lot more yeah. to, like, relationships than hotness Hot level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much more. Yeah. I know. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, arguments pro and against. I guess Hinge is just, like, a faster... Maybe that's why it was known as, like, a hookup app. Because it just assumes Hinge? that, like, hot people only want to hook up with hot people, you know? But Match is like, we're gonna find your soulmate! <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> and Tinder Whoa. never claimed to do that. <laughs> no, they didn't. That's true. <laughs> they didn't. They never made any promises that they couldn't keep. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, totally. Self-aware <laughs> no king. <laughs> so, in other algorithmic news... Hinge has <laughs> used something similar to this algorithm developed by these guys in 1962. What? Yeah. It's called the Gale Shapley algorithm. I, yeah, I guess so. It was like a math problem. Oh, that kind of It wasn't really like an algorithm, but it the was like... The original algorithm. <laughs> it was a math problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was more commonly known as the stable marriage theorem or algorithm. Unsure. It has a couple of different names. Okay. Um, so this entire section will now be devoted to this cool algorithm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think would also make a really cool reality TV show or Ooh. a really boring one. I'm not sure. But it. keep nope. that in the back of your mind. <laughs> I'm already into it. Yeah. I love it. While we kind of, while I kind of tell you a little bit about this algorithm. So these mm-hmm. guys were basically trying to prove that if you have two groups uh, with equal numbers, so for example, five guys and five girls, both yeah. heterosexual, and um, they all are living in a small village and they need to get married. Um, hypothetically, there is a way to pair them all to make all of the pairs stable. So the girls and the guys are asked to make a list of preferences of the other group from like one to four or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the guys make a top four list and the girls make a top four list. And then the girls will propose to the first guy who is number one. So this means that that guy who is number one will probably be number one on a couple of people's lists and he'll end up getting more proposals and some will end up getting no proposals. But if you refer to the guy's list at this point, then if one of the girls proposed to him is in his top four, Mm -hmm. then they become tentatively engaged (laughs) and then the other girls are rejected by him. Mm -hmm. And then the girls are asked to do their second pick, third pick until the rejection thing happens and happens and happens until everyone is in like this stable pair. So this word stable took me a minute to kind of wrap my brain around because in my head, if like, yeah, what does it mean? (laughs) If one person is unhappy in a relationship, then it's like not a good relationship. But this is math. (laughs) There are no feelings in math. (laughs) I understand. If if one person is unhappy, it doesn't matter because they can't do any better. Okay. The math doesn't Sta- lie. The math is stable. <laughs> the math. <laughs> well, as you were explaining that, I was thinking there are a lot of ways that this could not go right. But right. Thank but you for reminding me this is a math equation. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. No, Feelings doesn't matter. matter. If they're actually happy or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you go to propose to a guy and be like, the previous three rejected me. Yeah. So will you marry me? Does it doesn't like, matter. Feelings. <laughs> The math, and the math. Even if like she's on the bottom of his list, he didn't yeah. get proposed to by anyone else. So no. that's the best that they could both do. <laughs> and it's stable because no other, as long as no feelings are reciprocated, like even if she wants guy number one, mm-hmm. but guy number one doesn't want like girl number four, guy number one wants girl number two, but he's with girl number three or something like that, it's still stable because the feelings aren't reciprocated. <laughs> Everybody is both- longing for someone that they yeah. don't have and that makes it perfect. <laughs> exactly. Except for as the top two. The other person, even if the person who they are longing for is longing for someone else, as long as it's not the person who they are longing for, exactly. It's Fine. stable. <laughs> stable. Guys, what the hell? <laughs> Guys, math, as stop. As long as they don't reciprocate, that's all that really matters. Stable. <laughs> they did the best that they could, and both partners are with someone on their list, at least. Um, and someone yeah it would just like the reality tv show aspect of this would be like keeping the list a secret or something like that Mm. and then like revealing it to them and being like you were number four on her list it would be it would be interesting they kind of right i feel like love island has an aspect of this right that's what i was thinking too because um they they do 
um like pairing and they're like you're 90% compatible yeah. with this person but i was thinking for this reality tv show um you would have to get to know the people first over mm. the course of like 7 days or something interesting and then create your preference list mm. and then i don't i don't know it's not a full-fledged idea but like go ahead and go from there and see what happens <laughs> okay yeah, because, like, on Love Island, like, when they first walk out, like, the first episode, they, like, mm. line the girls up, I think. Sometimes it's the guys. I don't. Maybe they switch. I don't know. They line, let's say the girls. They line the girls up, and then they bring the guys out one at a time, and then the guy will mm-hmm. stand in front of the group and say who likes this person, and then whoever likes the person has to step forward. So, like, maybe, like, three girls step forward, or, like, no one steps forward, and then the guy has to choose which of the people that step forward they like the most. And then that? that's how they get paired. And then oh. if no one steps forward, they just pick a person. Even if it's a person that doesn't like it. But then once you're Yikes. already matched, if somebody comes out that you like more, you can step forward and you can leave that match to get someone else. Okay, wait. <laughs> this show already right? exists. <laughs> Wild. This is like, not an original recipe idea. recipe for drama. Mm-hmm. Absolute recipe for drama. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Okay, cool. So clearly somebody in the reality TV show Sphere read about the Gale Shapely yeah. algorithm <laughs> and was like, this would make a good the reality TV show. Lot. Oh, you know... <laughs> Math has no feelings. Math doesn't give a fuck. You'd be savage. It's so interesting, though, to put it into that kind of, like, mm-hmm. real-life, real-person perspective. Yeah. Like, some of the math videos that I was watching about this, they were like... <laughs> they were like, if Charlotte... Um, even if even though Charlotte is number four on uh, Andrew's list, he was... He didn't get proposed to by anybody else. That's Charlotte what happens got rejected on Love Island, by every too. single person. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, all right, I yeah. guess we're together. And then if they can't find other people that they like... Or if they're like they like somebody that but that person's in a relationship and that person likes that person, they stay together because it's there's stable. No else. It's stable. <laughs> Until a feeling is reciprocated and then yeah. all hell breaks loose. People and then it's go all crazy. Stable. Mm-hmm. And then they like mm-hmm. rematch and the weirdest like part that. about that show is you can't say no when they like rematch. I always thought that was weird. Oh. Well mm-hmm. You can't be like, No, I don't like you. Like if somebody says, I want to match up with this person, mm-hmm. they're like, You, you have walk to over. Match. You're like, All right. Well, yes, it's four matches. <laughs> it's stable. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so this this concept is uh, it's already existing. So <clears> I guess this is island. kind of uh uh you know did you know that Love Island is based off of this <laughs> algorithm that was made in 1962? There's the opinion. Did you know? I mean, it's not. Did an you opinion. know? It's, a it's like a TED talk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's somewhere in between. It's the podcast. <laughs> Um, this algorithm is apparently used on Hinge. It's a little bit of a uh, different one, though, because you can't have, like, a preferences list. So it's more of, like, pattern matching Mm. or whatever. Um, But also something interesting that I wanted to bring up about the Tinder and the Hinge algorithm is that if you reject a match that is in your first, like, 100 people stack or whatever, Mm -hmm. they will eventually come back and they will recycle that match because of this stable matching algorithm. Because they're trying to push someone onto you until you accept the proposal. And I know. No. So this I think this happened to me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You've been algorithmed, Courtney. I was algorithmed. You 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 Does that mean that this is just stable? Does that mean that this (laughs) my relationship is just mathematical? Mathematically stable. No feelings. Doesn't matter. Mathematically stable. Oh, oh so no. Funny. <laughs> uh, 
it's just Uh-oh. the way that Tinder works. Because if you were to Uh-oh. swipe, if you were to swipe like one thousand times, no, 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 trust me, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> okay, it's just like okay. it's just because mm-hmm. the people at the top of the stack are the people who are most compatible to you. So okay. if you swipe one thousand, they're like times, you're wrong. You're wrong. Think again. <laughs> try, we're gonna give you another try. Yeah, literally. They're like, trust me. Like we've seen, we've seen the matches we know that you. are beyond one hundred, and you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. So they just kind of recycle. Are the you first, sure? Like good ones, or the ones that they curated for you, or mm-hmm. like just the best matches. Basically, they're okay. they're put at the top of your stack. Okay. okay? So if you see recycled matches. Mm-hmm. that's a chance for you to think twice and to be like oh hold on a second if i keep okay. swiping the options just get worse they get and worse, worse. Here. yes exactly exactly okay. <laughs> <laughs> because those top people who you swiped right on or, sorry mm-hmm. who you said no to are better <clears throat> options than the 1000 people in the fucking trenches fair enough <laughs> If you kept going on Tinder. So, yeah, basically this means that if you've been on Tinder for long enough, your options keep getting worse and worse. So if that's happening to you out there, get off Tinder. Like, just delete it. No, get off and click that you need a break. Like, when it asks you why you're deleting your account, say that you need a break. Don't say any of the other options they give you. Just say that you need a break. This is coming from a professional. (laughs) (laughs) Say you need a break. Don't say anything else. Otherwise, they might ban you. So... (laughs) Um, this stable matching, stable marriage algorithm is actually used in other ways too. It's used in the NRMP, which is the National Residency Matching Program, matches residents to students coming into the medical field, and um, it chooses people based on that. So pretty cool. They use it in sorority rushes when girls want to join different sororities. They give them lists of like top sororities they want to go to, and then sororities give in lists of top girls that they want in their sororities. And um, it's also useful in picking roommates for first year students who might not like have a preferred roommate like me and Courtney did. But it's for like everybody else who's like, (laughs) who's losers. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, They kind of like do a little stable matching too. They're like, what do they want in a roommate? Let's see who's Hmm. most compatible or like give them something along those lines. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. This is pretty much at the end of this talk algorithms are cool <laughs> thank you to the stable matching algorithm for making courtney happy <laughs> i guess so i guess so i didn't know i had math to think thanks oh, math that is so sad All right, you guys, welcome to the second half of the podcast where I am talking about, I, it's not an opinion that I hold, it's an opinion that some people hold, and I don't know how I feel about it, and the opinion is, is that the pyramids were actually power plants for the ancient Egyptians, like electricity power plants. Electricity, but it's a rock. (laughs) Electricity, they were for electricity. Wasn't electricity discovered in like the... Maybe, 1800s? maybe not. Maybe not. The, the So, see. yeah, there is a theory that the ancient Egyptians could have had electricity. And you know the whole, like, library of Alexandria thing that, like, the library was burned down? Do you know um, about that? No. I thought it was, it like, held, like, sinking or something. No. It was burnt library? down. Okay. And it was, like, the main library of, like, I think the ancient civilizations, kind of. Like, I think it was in Greece, so... It held a lot of the information about the technologies and, like, 
all of that stuff of the mm-hmm. ancient civilizations and then someone burnt it down like they were like at war and the war people burnt it down oh, so we shit. lost all of this information Oof. about these people and their way of life so it's kind of possible that there's a lot about them that we don't know because there were mm-hmm. over like five thousand scrolls in there about like their lives and what they did and philosophies and religion and all that oh that's we so sad that it's lost Go burn down. this um, is why they should digitize everything <laughs> god Egyptians, you had electricity <laughs> They just couldn't. They couldn't pay for the cloud storage. (laughs) They just didn't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So many researchers agree that in the distant past, electricity was widely utilized um, in the land of the pharaohs. And now this theory was originally introduced by Christopher Dunn in 1998 mm-hmm. and then again in 2012. Um, and before I go on, this theory was brought to my attention by my dad. So thanks, dad. Cool. Using your opinion. He told me about it and he was like, you should talk about this on the podcast. So <gasps> I now love I am. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the theory suggests that the ancient Egyptians had technology to generate energy. And to do it, they used the Great Pyramids of Giza. So now... Some proof that the pyramids were used for electricity. So many questions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Um, so Christopher says that the structure and the design of the pyramids indicate that they had a functional purpose that is more than spiritual, because they're like perfect triangles, mm-hmm. very angular, and like other tombs that they have are more like boxy or like the sphinxes or more artistic, yes. where the pyramids yes, are yes. just triangles yeah and i've heard that they're like perfectly aligned with some sort of line on the earth or something like that (laughs) i don't know that didn't come up in my research but i believe you very (laughs) possible (laughs) there have been measurements in scientific studies that prove the theory that the pyramids were built to be an electric generator that wirelessly transmitted energy across egypt (laughs) shut up right (laughs) right i was freaking out about this last night i was like we were right we were people think we're so stupid for being like electricity should be in the air they were like are people really this stupid i can't believe that people are actually this dumb this is a theory guys ancient Egyptians used to live like this (laughs) freaking idiots we are thinking we are historians we Oh, my God. People just don't think. They just see two cute girls talking about how we don't need electricity. And they're like, these girls are obviously dumb. (laughs) You can't be pretty and smart. Shut up. Little did you know. Little did you freaking know that. Pull your head uh, out of the sand. Literally. For one second. Maybe consider a different way of life. (laughs) With no cables. Through the air. Wireless electricity. To all of that's Egypt so did it first. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh my god, oh my god. We need to move backwards, like in time. I think this right? is just what this is telling right? us. Like, like maybe they were more advanced. Yes. Like I yeah, know that we're like. 100%. Wow, we're humanity, confused. such feats we've defeated. Yes. Look at this innovation. But like, what if there was innovation before? There was a better way. Yeah. There was, of what if like there the people of the past before. if they yeah. came today they would have been like what the fuck is going like what do you be why is there so what many are you cables? doing yeah <laughs> why, why is it this put it in the air <laughs> we gave you the blueprints 
We left them for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, no, it burned down. And they're like, and you couldn't figure it out. Electricity is already in <laughs> the The pyramids air. are still there. <laughs> you just, yeah. Oh, my God. They probably think we're idiots. They're like, just harness uh-huh. it, you idiot. Oh, my God. That is so, so cool. I'm so excited to post this on TikTok. <laughs> and to just clap back at the Those haters people. who said, We should tag them all. Can't be a- yeah. be like, guys. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Oh, really build our following <laughs> through hate. It worked this week. That one guy that hated it, us. Then. It sure did. I know, right? Shout out. Us. Shout out to the Shout guy to who him. said your name is Welcome. stupid and you should change You're it. You're stupid. I was going to follow you, you but then him. you said you were unimportant and I'm going to take your word for it. One day later. Follows you. <laughs> Just <laughs> a foul beach. <laughs> uh, all right. I will get into in a minute like how... The process actually worked or how they think they actually worked but there is some cool. further proofs about the fact that they may have had electricity one of them is being that there's no suit in any of the corridors of any tombs um of there's any no kings what? there's no suit, suit. yes what which is, is something that? that's found in a lot of ancient civilizations it's like the residue of burning oil lamps or burning fire lamps for like oh, light it would leave like a okay. layer of gunk basically yeah. on things and they can find that like archaeologically when they dig up things they see suit there That's was no so cool. suit in like egyptian civilizations basically yeah, yeah. so there's no oh proof that they used fire to light things okay okay hmm. um carvings carvings not not like drawing carvings carvings in walls of like tombs and stuff like that show that egyptians used handheld torches powered by cable-free sources. So they know that they had torches, but they know that they weren't fire because there's no suit. But there's places to hang up the torches. Oh my god. But they're like, what? Where is the suit? Where is it? That's so cool. (gasps) What if they were just really clean? (laughs) Maybe. Um, there's this arc lamp that's in the lighthouse of Alexandria, which was basically like a, I guess like a light, a lighthouse. Just a you lighthouse. know what a lighthouse is <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, no, I, just on the water. Um, yeah, so it was a big lighthouse, right. and the amount of energy that would have been needed to power that lighthouse. So this was a lighthouse that people could see from like hundreds of miles away. Which, mm-hmm. when you don't have electricity, like it's a fire. You like, how do people see, see that? Fire, from? And even during the day, sure. people could see it. Oh, what? Um, and they say that That's the so amount cool. of energy that would be needed to power a light that bright for 24 hours a day could have only been supplied by electricity. There was no way to do it by fire. I don't see them running cables. <laughs> That's so cool. So this may be a stupid question, but did they yeah. have like ships back in the day that needed lighthouses? Like, is that why yeah, the lighthouse existed? Okay. Just- yeah. <laughs> they had boats. Just checking. I wasn't <laughs> sure, like, where that technology was, like, the boat technology. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. old. Noah's mm-hmm. Ark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Goes back. Okay, yeah. So um, they, needed, they needed lighthouses, for sure. <laughs> and there's also no inscriptions of any kind in the corridors of the Great Pyramids. Hmm. And you can find inscriptions in every other tomb in Egypt. So tombs oh. are supposed to have inscriptions to, like, tell the that story of the pharaoh and, like, yeah. of Egyptian life and all that, and there's none in the Great Pyramids. They're just empty walls, blank walls. That's very eerie if mm-hmm. they do believe it is a tomb. It's like, whose grave I'm, is I'm this? curious as to, like, how, what led them to believe it was a tomb in the first place. <laughs> After hearing all this proof, it sounds yeah. like they look nothing like tombs. 
I don't yeah. know who found it and was like, this is a tomb. This must be a tomb. What the hell? Also, is there rooms with tombs in it? Okay, to add into that, there's yeah. an empty stone chest that was found inside the king's chamber, but it has no signs of, like, no chemical signs of buried of a buried body. Right. Of, like, remains. Because you know how they used to, like, pit people in urns and stuff like that? Yeah. There's nothing like that. There's no evidence that there was anything there. They would burn people or they would, like, mummify them, right? So maybe there would be, like, one of those mummy caskets. That's so interesting. So, okay, I have a side theory. Yeah. Maybe this was a tomb that was waiting for someone who Mm -hmm. was, like, really important to die. Like, Mm. maybe it was, like, the king or something. And they were, like, we have this amazing tomb we're building for you. Or he wanted to, like, build it for himself. Yeah. And then maybe he was murdered or something because they hated him because they were like, you made us build this giant tomb or something like that. It was the car- it was and the it Mark's was- dream. The workers overthrew. Exactly. <laughs> and then they just like didn't give him the burial that he wanted to spite like, him. Fuck you. You're not and they just left here. the tomb empty as like okay, a but sign. There's, like, there's a couple of pyramids, right? Right. Yeah, there is. It's like the Great Pyramids. Okay, so I guess that is a theory for maybe... <laughs> three of them it's a, it's a good thing to look into conspiracy theory. theorists yeah. <laughs> yeah they started and then they didn't finish what it was for yeah they were overthrowing or something <laughs> no one ever um, was buried there that's interesting there's also salt remains on the inside of the queen's chamber that indicate it was used to host a chemical reaction okay i don't know what that means salt because uh, i'm not okay. a scientist but <laughs> <laughs> okay. they found things that mean things happened in there that were chemical reactions cool and now we're going to get into the structure and the shape of the pyramid and how the electricity generated generation thank you (laughs) might have happened um so the outer casing of the pyramid is tufa limestone um which is almost like rubber and it has high insulating properties, which would have prevented electricity from inside being released without control. Like, you know how mm. all of our wires are coated in insulation? Mm-hmm. In so rubber. they think it could have mm-hmm. acted as insulation for the pyramid. The chambers and the passages are made out of granite, which is a really good electrical conductor. Oh, my And it's God. slightly radio- radioactive. Oh. And it has quartz crystals. Hey. <laughs> quartz crystals are known <laughs> for stimulating go. electron th- flow. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when they are mechanically vibrated or stressed out. This is the science I've been looking for. <laughs> it's the vibes. It's the it vibrations. The vibes. They literally used to live <laughs> off the vibes because, oh God, this podcast is coming full circle, Courtney. Full this circle. is crazy. Full circle. <laughs> this, where was this research when I needed it? When I was talking about rocks. God damn it. <laughs> and we That's were like, so what? cool. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, how does quartz do it? But it does because it's a conductor that's so cool all right so (laughs) okay my notes here might be a little all over the place i don't know if they're in a logical order but the queen's the queen's chamber was hosting a chemical reaction to generate hydrogen so that's the salts that they found on the wall they figured out that that would generate hydrogen okay and then hydrogen would fill all of the interior passages in chambers um Okay. Okay. And then there's a subterranean chamber. Okay. And they basically found out that if you fill this subterranean chamber with water, mm-hmm. there's this valve that like switches on and off and it creates this like noise. So this vibration, this pulsating vibration. 
Okay, yeah. So John Cadman did the experiment where he fed subterranean chamber with water, pass a valve, would slam shut, create a vibrational shock that would be sent up the pyramid and directly to the ceiling below the king's chamber. And now the king's chamber was made from granite, which emits mm-hmm. electrons at certain frequencies, like the ones emitted from this rock. So the vibrations of the rock would make the granite in the king's chamber release electrons. So it would create a reaction up there. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> and then there were these like That's insane. granite slabs. Wow. How did he do this experiment? That's so cool. I thought okay. people weren't allowed to like touch the pyramids. Um oh, so okay. he some of his experiments are from like recreated models. Oh. oh, very cool. Okay. So there were like granite slabs that were on the ceiling of the king's chamber that were adjustable and they could like adjust them to tune them to the same frequency of the vibration. Oh. And that would create the energy. Wow. I don't know how science works. My, like, lack of science is really limiting me in explaining how this works. But that's basically how it worked. And then okay. there's a northern shaft mm-hmm. um, that served as the conduit with metal lining, which would pass the microwave signal that was created in the king's chamber with all this, like, tuning and vibrations and stuff like that. And it would create, like, basically a satellite effect. And it would broadcast wow. the electricity to Earth. Oh my god, that is so cool. I think I'm understanding it. some people that actually think that there was a satellite, that the pyramids were actually sending a signal straight up to a satellite, which would broadcast it. But I think some people just think that it just created, like, electricity that went around. That's so cool, just because of vibrations. And they would just, like, release these, like, Mm -hmm. waves. Oh, man, that's so sick. And there's some there's some drawings on the walls of temples and tombs, not the Great Pyramids, because there's no drawings in there, um, that show Egyptians capturing lightning and using the northern shaft by wireless antennas. Like it shows them like using these things, like coming from the pyramids, like catching like rays or something like that coming from the pyramids. They are telling us. They're They're literally telling us. (laughs) And we're like, no, no, no. We are the most advanced. Yeah. Like, calm down. Oh, my gosh. We should really invest in, like, getting that going again. hmm And basically models of Dunn's theory shows that it will most likely work. Like, all of the models that they do show that this is actually, like, something, a real thing that would actually create a real whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> And the pyramids, if the pyramid's ability to concentrate energy can be recreated on a nanoscale, researchers say that the same science could be used today to create more efficient uh, sensors and solar systems. So they're saying that, like, the technology of the Egyptians, if we actually figure it out and figure out how to recreate it, we can make our own things better. Oh, my God. Which I think just hints to the fact that they are, maybe we're more advanced. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If their (gasps) technologies are going to help us be more, blows my mind. That is so, so cool. I've Mm -hmm. also heard theories that um, they spoke directly with like deities and Mm -hmm. they were giving them information on how to create electricity and on like how to make it happen. And it had something to do with that cave drawing that you were talking about where they're like 
holding on to the electricity so Mm -hmm. apparently that was a symbol for like this deity like talking directly to them some people say it was like aliens who were talking directly to them and telling them that like this is how we do it on our planet and we figured out how to do it on your planet so just like do this do this do this and then you'll have like freaking electricity and stuff like that but we're just not talking to the aliens or maybe they they died or maybe they passed on they were like maybe they don't want to talk to us anymore maybe we did something and they're like ghosted us <laughs> Blocked our number. <laughs> yeah. Like humanity, we tried that once. Ew. It didn't go well for us. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're like stuck without this technology. Maybe they burnt it down. They were like, humanity doesn't need this. Interesting- I think we know who burnt down the oh. <laughs> Library of Alexandria. Okay. I think it's okay. the whole thing. I think it was like the Romans. No, maybe it was owned by the Romans. Who burnt down the library? Oh. Julius Caesar did it. Oh, classic. Good old Caesar. Classic Julius Caesar salad. Love that guy. I think. Yeah. That is very fun and fresh. I love that. (laughs) That's so cool. Ah, I wish I could travel back in time. Same. Just to see what was going on. Yeah. I feel like they live better lives. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Nikola Tesla actually believed that the pyramids were giant energy transmitters, and he yes. built his Tesla towers according yes. to the laws inspired well, by the yes. pyramids. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he was trying to create wireless electricity, like we were talking about, like exactly. we were saying Elon <laughs> Musk needs to do, who is the CEO of Tesla, the company inspired by Nikola Tesla. Oh my God. And by everyone his called genius stupid. brain. No, he wanted to do this, and he was inspired by the pyramids. That is so beautiful. I am very happy to be a part of this historical moment in history. <laughs> yes. In our <laughs> podcast our, history, yes, too. In our podcast history, where we we have been called idiots for having this idea. Little did anyone know that this idea has already happened thousands of years ago. There's literally people at MIT I read this on the internet while I was searching this up, mm-hmm. that are currently trying to do wireless electricity. And they yeah. have been successful in creating wireless electricity that is, I think, 60 watts? 60 That's watts? amazing. That's great. I think that was That's... the measurement, watts? Yeah. yeah. But they're doing it. They're oh, doing my it. freaking God. Idea. We don't need to charge things anymore. Rude. <laughs> We're past that. We are past cables. Yeah, we've completely moved on. We just don't need it anymore. No one wants more cables. No one wants more stuff. Okay, what was I talking about? I was talking about Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yes. So according to Tesla, Nikola Tesla, not Elon Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. but according to the original Tesla, the shape okay. and the location of the pyramids was very important. And so he built his Tesla towers, which I think were the things that he was trying to make electricity out of. I don't really know mm. what the Tesla Towers were, but he built them according to the laws of the location and the shape of the pyramids, inspired oh my by the pyramids. Oh, God. Mm. This guy was mm. on it. This guy was yes. freaking on it. He yes. knew what, oh, my God. He was... That's so cool. What an innovative man. He was yeah. maybe for the people trying to he make electricity free. free. Did you hear That's that so he was awesome. like... Apparently, he was like a raging communist and he was gay and, gen- and like non-binary. 
mm, cool with, like, no, dress I didn't and stuff like that so he was like completely outed from society and people like didn't believe his theories and stuff like that just because oh, he was like different yeah oh my god he's like a cool dude he would have fit in <laughs> so well in 2021 i know right we would have loved him <laughs> he would have been a tiktok star yeah. <laughs> a conspiracy theory a about the pyramids time. gay yeah. a communist and non-binary we've got the perfect spot for you uh, nikola tesla. tesla come back man come back tiktok is waiting for you <laughs> yeah trust me life is better gen now. z you are a gen z oh he would be a hero mm-hmm. oh man he was a gen z before gen z was gen z damn this guy's <laughs> so ahead of his gen time z. yeah i love that <sighs> All right, and now I just have a little little sprinkle on top of the um, pyramids where electricity thing, and it's about the Baghdad battery, which was a battery that was found. It's like an ancient artifact that was found, or a set of ancient artifacts that were found together mm-hmm. that people believe um, the Egyptians were using as a battery. Wild. Um, so That's the so cool. three things were a ceramic pot, a tube of copper, and a rod of iron. Now, it was discovered Battery. in Iraq, but they <laughs> uh-huh. think it's from Egypt, and they believe that it's either from the Parthian period, which is 150 BC to 223 AD, or the Sassanian period. Yeah, the researchers think it's a gigantic cell used for electroplating or electrotherapy what how the fuck oh my god so there's corrosion so cool on the inside of the tube of copper and they did tests on the corrosion and it indicates that it was an acidic agent so like Mm -hmm. a vinegar or wine that was present in the jar which led to the speculation that the liquid was actually used as an electrolyte solution to generate an electric current so I was reading something That's that, fun. like, in World War II or, like, the original batteries were actually made with grape juice because grape juice is acidic and they need something acidic yeah. in batteries. Oh so I think God. that's before they found, like, a more stable whatever we use right now. They used yeah. wine or grape juice. Oh, so, my gosh. That's so cool. Completely. Could have been a battery. Com- yeah, 100%. Valid. Valid as hell. Something Take that, Elon Musk. Someone made a battery before you. <laughs> oh, that's so sad yeah dude everything is possible everything is possible and <laughs> i feel so honestly, good <laughs> i would like since starting this podcast i feel like this opinion is like as we were talking it's such like a full circle opinion for us yeah. because it's something that we like didn't come up with it's something yeah. that we caught on to before we actually knew about it which has happened yeah. a few times on our podcast that we've like it predicted has. things or talked like, about hey things. wait a second and then we're it like, comes up later in just another talking opinion. About, yeah. yeah yeah or yeah. like trends come out like we talk about mm-hmm. something on the podcast like the facebook thing you talked oh, about the that, facebook thing before it became a thing so crazy literally so like crazy. two days before he was like i'm making the metaverse we released the metaverse episode that was insane and, and <laughs> tiger woods too we did it with tiger woods too oh yeah we talked about tiger woods and then like <laughs> and he was in the news like the next day crazy dude reality is whatever we make it it is it is and i feel like the process of doing this podcast has made me a lot more open-minded about really ridiculous things yeah (laughs) coming into this podcast i was very (laughs) close-minded and i was like no that's stupid doesn't make any sense like that's not science but now like i'm a lot more skeptical of like scientific things and a lot more open Mm. to fringe theories and i i do believe after reading this theory that ancient civilizations like there's a good possibility that they were equally or more wow 
um, sorry, <laughs> I hit my microphone equally <laughs> or like more advanced than us. Wow, that is and, so awesome. Yeah, oh, that's so yeah. freaking cool. And we, we just get got, off like, of so our many, like, little artifacts and stuff. Like, there's ancient civilizations that have, like, full plumbing systems. Oh. And we think that we're, like, so advanced. We're, like, <laughs> Yeah. We're, like, we have plumbing. a plumbing system. They oh did that gosh. already. And there's, like, so much that we don't know because the freaking library was burnt down. But, like, there's literally endless possibilities of what life could have been so like. Crazy. We're just guessing. We're just grasping at straws. Yeah. Like, literally, who decided that the pyramids were tombs? They don't I'm, look like tombs. I literally have no idea. Like, <laughs> why was that a thing that ever happened? Why are they even still called like tombs? Yeah. We should just change that completely. Like all the evidence. I don't know how they do tours there. They're like, this tomb is so special because it's, a tomb. it has no drawings. It has no nothing. And it's like, wait a second, aren't all those is characteristics a of a tomb? <laughs> yeah. What's that saying? It just it accepts accepts like a duck. <laughs> and walks like a duck. And looks it's like a duck. A duck. <laughs> just accept things that just go with the status quo but if you take a second to like really think about it it's like hold on a second if if it's not if it doesn't have any characteristics of a tomb it's probably not a tomb but maybe just you just like, found yeah, a dead body in there tombs. maybe yeah. there was a murder <laughs> <laughs> oh someone shit. hit it oh my god maybe somebody was really liked electricity so and his dream was like to be buried in the generator because he loved electricity. Maybe that's what happened. For I don't know. Sure, There's a lot sure. of possibilities. It was like we're the person not who was hitting the thing that up? made the vibrations go through the water or something like that. He was like, this was my life's work. Free electricity. <laughs> I will die here. <laughs> <laughs> he and the guy from Phil- the Philippines, the free Wi-Fi guy from yeah. the Philippines, they should <laughs> talk. Like, I want free Wi-Fi from everybody. So hack <laughs> scam. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Damn, I am so sad that we lost all of that information, all of that like valuable stuff was, oh, it's just so sad. Just regular, regular people like us and also those theorists (laughs) are like, it probably wasn't a tomb. (laughs) And also the entire community of scientists that believe this. Literally. (laughs) And I just feel like, I don't know why, like everybody hasn't caught on, like who decides, who is the big decider that like, we are no longer calling it the tombs of Egypt. It is now going to be this electrical thing because so many The generators of Egypt. Yeah. We have Possible. so much evidence. Why are they holding on to this idea that it was a tomb? Let go. Let go. Open your mind. Open your mind, Tank, bruh. Listen to this podcast. Because <laughs> I'm about Open to drop mind. some premium A1 knowledge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what was that? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. You know, you, I don't know. I, I think you do this too, where you just like retain one line. Yeah. <laughs> The office comes out at random. Like most of my vocabulary is the office, and sometimes people don't watch the office, and then I say something, and then I'm like, okay, I look like a freaking idiot now. Yeah, but when people watch the office and I say it, they're like, oh my god. Yeah, they're like, I got the reference. (laughs) But now it's just a part of your language. Anyone who doesn't know that is like, yeah, that's the girl who says weird things sometimes, but sometimes they're (laughs) kind of funny. I hope that's how I'm known by some people. Oh, girl that says weird things sometimes. Oh, I hope so too. For myself and for yourself as well. I'm I'm like almost 100% sure that that is our reality. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. That's pretty much this podcast. Literally. We say weird things sometimes. We say weird things once a week and record it. Actually, no, we record the weird things we say once a week. Yeah, we say weird things every day. (laughs) 
every day is a new thought. Oh, so cool, man. I totally agree with you, too, what you were saying earlier about how, like, you're more open to fringe theories. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so true. I'm like, oh, maybe that is possible because we don't know everything. And, like, no. I'm really learning that our, maybe our society is actually not as good as we think it is. And, like, yeah. we're just not, yeah, not and, as like, advanced all the like things you were that saying. we know and... is because somebody decided that we know them. Like, you were saying about mm-hmm. the pyramids. Like, they're not actual Who facts decides? necessarily. Totally. Just, somebody decided that is real and that is not. Yes. Not the case. Not always the case. Question everything. (laughs) Wow. That brings us to the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You know, every week we're living and learning through life and just like experiences just pile up on top of experiences and on top of experiences if you've been here since like episode one (laughs) you have experienced just like us a crazy amount of growth i don't even know this isn't even the last episode and like (laughs) i can't think so we're not even at one year we're not even at two years like we're not even at three years i don't know why i said the last episode (laughs) very ominous very ominous yeah listen well it's still happening you guys we should do that if we're like this is the last episode then maybe more people will listen and then we can be like just kidding we're back it's like the (laughs) the horses yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) because they think no more is coming and then they're like "Ooh, this is sick um yeah so thank you so much for listening (laughs) to my talk about tinder algorithms and uh, listening to that little bit of nonsense about the cool reality tv show that would happen and then realizing that it actually already exists (laughs) and thank you so much for listening to courtney's part about the pyramids and kind of in a similar vein about discovering that our idea about electricity already existed (laughs) every week on this podcast we discover nothing new (laughs) we should that's going in our bio (laughs) we just recycle (laughs) ideas <laughs> and think they're original thoughts yeah literally we're like we're geniuses <laughs> what a good idea already oh, exists that's so funny universe oh, yeah. is like no it's already happened they're like that is a good idea that's such a good idea that it's already happened <laughs> <laughs> we agree fuck but good <laughs> um, so yeah i hope you enjoyed that thank you so much for listening um you can check us out more on instagram at very.unimportant.people also check us out on patreon um Mm. it is in the link in our instagram so while you're checking out our instagram just click on the link tree click on the patreon pay two dollars three dollars and yeah get on there four (laughs) dollars get on there (laughs) and then you can also find us on twitter at v unimportant ppl and you can find us on email at hatersclickhere at gmail.com h-a-t-r-s click here at gmail.com also make sure you go check out our tiktok we've been gaining speed recently so you don't want to be left behind on that train this is taking off quick yeah if you <laughs> love to hate us yeah head over to the tiktok oh <laughs> boy you're too. gonna love t- you're gonna love the tiktok and you know mm. what we feed the fire too so oh, yeah. c- <laughs> come feed it with us <laughs> have a great 